Thank you for tuning in and listening to Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Pastors Derek and Belinda Minor, we thank you right now and may God bless you for listening and tuning in. Deuteronomy 7, verse 21. Marie, verse 21 for me. Deuteronomy 7, 21. No, do not be afraid of those nations, for the Lord your God is among you. Mm. He is a great and awesome God. I love your God saying, I don't care what's happening in Cleveland, don't be afraid. Because I am great and I'm an awesome God. And not only that, I'm among you. Don't be afraid of what's happening around you. Because God says, I am a great and mighty God. Because I don't care what's happening in the Middle East, what's happening in your neighborhood, what's happening down the street, what's happening downstairs. And God said, I am a great and awesome God. He said, don't be terrified about what you see. Because I am with you. Watch this. Watch this. I love this promise. Watch what God says here. The Lord your God will drive those nations out ahead of you little by little. Uh Uh-oh. This is a part I got mad at. God says, I'm going to drive your enemies out, but I'm going to do it little by little. Now, we want God to do what? Fix everything at one time, don't we? Uh-huh. Fix my car, my marriage, my house, give me a raise, give me, give me my blessings, give me my promised land. We want God to do it all at once, but God said, I'm going to do it little by little. And he tells you why right here. You will not clear them away all at once. Mm, I love that. God saying, you will not get rid of your problems all at once. If I catch that, he said, you won't do it. Why? Because God wants you to grow. God wants you to develop. God wants you to, to build up some stamina. Because if, if God does it all at one time, I didn't learn anything. But if God does it slowly, I learn to walk with God. Step by step. See, God wants you to walk with him step by step. We want God to run ahead of us and clear out the way. God said, I'm going to do it little by little. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it little by little. I love that. God said, I'm going to do it little. I'm going to fix it little by little. Because what God's trying to do is patience. The one thing we don't have is what? Patience. Because we are very impatient. That's why we got... Mode controls. I didn't talk to my phone now. I told my phone shut up the other day. It says we don't gotta talk no more, Derek. <laughs> I said that is that kind of trip me out. And I was like, whoa! I was like, okay, because you know it says it just woke up and says, well, how can I help you? I just shut up. It says, Derek, you don't gotta talk no more. You want to? I was like, okay. <laughs> Let me see your phone. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, nah. laughs> Mine don't say shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have patience. And because we don't have patience, God does things little by little. And we can develop patience. Because God says, you have needed patience after you've done the will of God. So God looks at my devotion and says, you know what? You're impatient. My family know I'm very impatient. Because when some come out, I gotta go buy it right away, don't I? Everybody know that. I just can't. I I love electronics. When some come out, I'm learning to wait though. You calm down quite I'll calm down quite yes, Thank you, you Jesus. <laughs> because about my personal tell about my personality. Because I never drunk, I never got high, never smoked, never did anything like that. My family had an addiction problem. So I said I was not gonna be addicted to anything. But see, it worked, in, it worked in the opposite way. That I started collecting, what I collect? 
Yes. So I didn't collect one DVD. I got like a thousand DVDs because because it's still an addiction. Because what I did was. Well, the next time you buy a phone, buy for me. <laughs> I got no phone. That's my son and my daughter got phone addictions. Amen. But it still came out of me in other ways. Because if I can't get you this way, I use something that's seemingly innocent. I had to have every movie come out. I would go buy four or five of them. I would skip a bill to buy a movie. Somebody, I'm just keeping it real. See, like you know, I had to go buy it. Like and I had, to, I had to make myself stop buying. Why? Because what I was doing was covering up unhappiness. That's why we shop sometimes. That's why we eat sometimes, because we're unhappy. And I, when I was younger, I would just go buy, because the more I buy, the more I felt I thought I was going to be happy. I'd be saying, well, I'm lonely, but at least I look good. Don't we say that? <laughs> I ain't got no car, but at least I look good. <laughs> you say I can watch movies, don't we say? <laughs> but we have need, God said, you need a patience. So I'm not going to drive, I'm not going to solve all your problems at one time. I'm going to do it little by little. But I want you to trust me. God wants our trust, doesn't he? He says, if I do it at one time, you won't trust me or appreciate it. And can I prove it to you? Three months from now, it's going to be Christmas, isn't it? We're going to go buy our children 100 toys, and they're going to appreciate none of them. Can I just be real? <laughs> Everything you think they want you to buy, they play with one of them and leave the rest of them alone. Because we do too much sometimes, don't we? Yep. So God says, now if we give them little by little, they appreciate it, doesn't it? So God says, I'm not going to give you all everything at one time because you won't appreciate it. Because you're going to have your favorites and, and things you don't really care about. So God says, if I, if I give it to you little by little, you learn how to walk and you learn how to trust me. If I give you, because what happens is, every victory that I get, we get confidence, don't we? Every test that you pass, what happens? You get confident, don't you? Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, I passed that. I didn't cuss my neighbor out. I passed that. I, 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 I fasted today. I, I passed that. Your confidence builds when you pass the test. But if God gave you an exam, whoo, at one time, your confidence would be destroyed, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't be able to handle it. God said, I'm going to do it little by little because if I don't, it says the wild animals will be too much. God said, I got to give you the obstacle because we're overcomers. We are more than conquerors. If I'm a conqueror, I need something to fight. What happens is when you stop fighting, you die spiritually. That's why God always makes sure we have a battle. Because I have to keep on the whole armor of God that can stand against strategy of the devil. I have to keep it on because if I don't keep that armor on, once I relax, we always end up backsliding on Once I put the armor down, once I stop fighting, we start, we start going back. Because we get bored. So God says, I'm going to do it little by little. Because I'm trying to teach you something. I'm trying to teach you how to overcome we got to learn how to overcome. You're not going to have it. God did everything for you. You don't know how to do anything. So God wants you to learn to trust him as he fights your battle. But God's only going to do it one at a time. Let's read on. Go ahead to Deuteronomy 8. 
hung with three. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry mm -hmm. and then feeding you with your manna yes. and food perfectly known unto you. But God says, I taught you, I test you, and I'm going to take care of you. Because I allowed you to be hungry that I could feed you with manna. The, manna, the word manna means it's, it's heavenly food that came down from heaven to the Israelites when they didn't have any food. And they asked God, what is, what is this? That's, that's what manna, the word manna means. What is this? So God says, I'm showing you I can take care of you. He said, I fed you with manna. Rhea, watch this. He did, he, he did it to teach you that, excuse me, he did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, but rather we live by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Lord. God says, this daily stuff is not enough. You gotta live by me. What's down here will never satisfy you. It will. Stuff we have don't satisfy because it gets old. We love our car at first, then we start hating it. We start breaking down, amen? We, we love our watches and our things we get, but it doesn't satisfy. God said, you cannot live by food. You got to live by the every word of mouth of God. God said, I want you to trust me to take care of you. So God teaches us, tests us, and God cares for us. Read verse 4. All these 40 years, your clothes didn't wear out. Look at that. And your feet did not well. Look at y'all. Look at y'all. All y'all came through. All you came through some hard times, didn't you? But you're still here. And it was only by God's grace that you're still here. God said, look at all those years. You thought you were not going to make it. But you made it, aren't you? You made it. You made it. Give yourself a hand. You made it out by God's grace. And all these years, you thought you were by yourself. He said, I was with you. Your clothes and your clothes didn't even wear out. Can you imagine? 40 years in the wilderness, their clothes never wore out. 40 years, their shoes never got too small. As they grew, their, sh their shoes grew. That's, that's God. God showing us, I will take care of you. Read and watch this. Think about it. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord, Chase your God, disciplines you yes. in your own mood. Oh, I love this. God says, not only do I care for you, but I discipline you. Because how many know we need discipline? Because if we had, if we did our own thing, we'd be crazy. But God said, I got to keep you in line. And I thank God for every test, every trial, because what happens is, you are very anointed. That's why you went through so much stuff in your life. Because the more stuff that you came out of, the greater anointing God has for you. That's why you went through hell in your life. Why? Because the, you can't, when you get behind this pulpit, it takes the anointing to break the yokes. The greater stuff that y'all went through in your life, God said, I'm doing it to produce a greater anointing. That's why a lot of you, now, it wasn't God's plan for you to get raped. It wasn't God's plan for you to be molested. But God said, I'm going to use it for my glory anyway. Because the God says, there are people out there with the same issues that you can minister to, mm -hmm. that you can help because you came out and you made out alive. The greater trials in your life, the greater anointing God gives you. That's why the devil tried to destroy you when he did. He knew the plan of God for your life. The Bible says in Jeremiah, he said, I called you, Jeremiah, before you were born. When God called Sherry, 
Before she was born, the devil heard it. He said, well, I know God has called her. So I'm going to try to destroy her. I'm going to try, I'm going I'm to try to beat her down. I'm going to try to brutal. I'm going to destroy her. But God said, listen, you can do that, but you can't touch her life. Because I got a plan for her life. God limits what Satan can do to you. The Bible says he worked it out for the good. Why? In other words, there are people out there who were sharing with you that God was going to use her to get them. That's the anointing. You can't, how can you preach if you never go through nothing? How can you help somebody if you never went through anything? You got to be able to tell them, listen, I was there. God brought me out. I was sick, but God healed me. I was on drugs, but God delivered me. That's why I was raped, but God got me through it. You can't help nobody if you never go through anything. Christ proved that he suffered first, didn't he? He went through it for us. That way I can rely on him. When I'm hurting, I can go to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm hurting. That's why I've been there. I know. And I, I'm going to give you strength. All you hear because of God's strength. There are people who went through what she went through, went through what you went through, what you went through, that have killed themselves over lesser things. But you're still here. There are women in the institution, mental. Why? Because what they went with, it was the same thing you went through. But God kept your mind, but they lost theirs. That's not what God's grace is. God says, I'm going to use you. I'm going to bring the anointing out of you. God takes what the devil means for evil and turn it about to make it good. That's how God ain't it. Amen. Amen. God loves you enough to say, you know what? Evil going to be in this world, but you know what? It's going to end one day. And God's going to get you through by his grace. God never promised us Christians we weren't going to suffer. He never told us that. He said, you are going to suffer. Revelation Acts 14.22 says, we through much tribulation and trial and test in the kingdom of God. In other words, God is using me. God is stretching me. Because what, the greater anointing that God has for you, the greater trial you go through. Because God has to stretch you. And you, if God has to mold you and make you and put his anointing in you. Because watch this. You've got to be strong to carry a strong anointing. And the more you go through the stronger anointing you can carry. The greater preachers who do great signs, wants, and miracles, they've been through hell. It didn't come overnight. It came because they went through hell. But you know what? It's going to be worth it. Because one day, glory to God, you'll get rewarded for it. All you got to do is just go through that test. I call it a stress test. God said, I'm trying to get out of you what's wrong in you. Don't you want out of you? We always tell God, Lord, use me, don't we? Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, take out of me anything that's not right with you. So God does. He removes it. But God is a skillful surgeon. He does it while leaving any scars. The devil leaves scars. God doesn't leave any scars. We don't watch this. That's right. <laughs> so they command for the Lord. Your God by walking with him in his ways and fearing him. 
for the Lord God is bringing you into the land of the flowing streams. So God said what? I'm bringing you to a good land. In other words, God said, I'm, I'm taking you into wherever God's promised you, he has for you, but you've got to go through development. God said, I can't give it to you all at once because you won't be able to appreciate it. That's why, you know, that's why God doesn't give you every blessing right now. All of our children in here, they have different levels of maturity, don't they? You can't give your children your keys, can you? To your house and lock the door. Because you know what's going to happen. Your door going to be unlocked and they're going to lose it. You can't give your children twenty dollars and go to the store and buy you something. What's going to happen? They're going to buy you a lot of junk, aren't they? And they ain't going to get what they want you to get. Amen. So God says, I can't give you that raise yet until you learn how to handle your money. Somebody say amen. amen. I can't give you that money yet until you learn how to pay your bills. Ooh. Because the Bible says, oh, no man, anything. In other words, if God says, give unto Caesar what's Caesar's and give to God what's God. God said, if I gave you everything you had, we say, Lord, I'm going to pay my bills. We are lying. We know we are not going to pay our bills. First thing you're going to do is get a cruise. Amen. Go on vacation to Hawaii somewhere. You're going to come back. Why do you think most lottery winners are broke the next year? They don't know how to have no money. All that money. We say, if I had, if I had this money, I'm going to... Same. Because the issue is not the money. The issue is on the inside of us. So God says, I can't give you that raise, that blessing, until you first learn how to handle what you already have. Amen. And it make it more real, is I can't give you anything greater until you appreciate what you have. Amen. Because we're going to say, Lord, I need a car. But God says, you got two good feet. There's somebody ain't got no feet. Amen? Amen. You may say, well, Lord, I, I, I got a raggedy house. But there's somebody sitting on a bus. Until we learn to praise God in every situation, every circumstance. Because I can't, until you learn to praise me for everything. In the good times, the bad times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Paul I will bless him at all times. In other words, when I give God praise for my trials, guess what? And when that mountain comes, I appreciate it. But when I complain, don't we complain through the whole process that we're going through? We complain. And God says, because you're complaining, you're not passing the test. He says, I want you to go through a praise. I want you to go through a prayer. When you go through always mad, we go through mad at God, mad at people, irritated, short-tempered, aggravated. God says, you didn't pass that test. You didn't go through it again. One thing about God, you keep going. Yeah, thank you. You keep going through that test over. And oh, that's why we're in the same place every year because we haven't learned yet. When we learn, say, Lord, I'm gonna bless you, Lord. I don't care if I don't have no job, I'm gonna praise you. I don't care if I don't have no house, I'm gonna praise you. I don't care if I got no, no wife, no husband, I'm gonna praise you because you are still good. Once you have that attitude of gratefulness, God begins to open. God sees you're growing, your maturity level is growing. Now, God, I can, I can trust you with the keys. So, me and my brother, we were both good, but my brother always lose keys. So my mother never gave him the keys to the house. 
She gave it to him. She go make some more keys. So she did. Even though we were about two years apart, she could not trust him with no keys. The Bible says, "I will give you the keys to the kingdom," but God says, "You got to grow up first, because if I give you the keys right now, you're gonna lose them." So God waits until we start growing. That stress test tests us to see where I'm at. How am I developing? If I'm in the same place every year spiritually, something's wrong, isn't it? If I'm still falling for the same trap of the enemy, cussing that same neighbor out, see with that same woman, somebody say amen, doing the same old thing, that shows me I ain't growing. I'm not getting anywhere. So I got to say, you know what? I'm tired of being in kindergarten. I want to go to the first grade. Somebody say amen. 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 I'm tired of coloring with crayons. God want to get, God can't trust you with ink. Look on Facebook. You see kids ink all over their face, don't you? Because oh, 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 you and your kid coloring your, on your wall, you just painting and stuff because you couldn't because they don't know how to handle it. God says, "I want to give you the best. I want to give you the best. I want to give you the best." And I'm gonna close with one more thing. Deuteronomy eight about the blessing of the land. Sometimes your blessing is the test. Can I prove it to you? Sometimes the blessing is the test when God gives you something. 8 and 11. 8 and 11. Deuteronomy 8 and 11. God reminded us one thing that sometimes the blessing is the real test. But it's time that you be careful. And be aware, and plenty of be of, beware of that. You I mean, beware that in plenty of you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey His commandments. Mm-hmm. God says we have plenty. Be careful to forget. Isn't it strange how when we get stuff, we forget about God? We get the job, we forget about God. We get the house, we forget about God. Can you rewatch this? Sometimes we forget where we came from. We forget the years that we struggled. We, we turn our backs on God. Isn't it funny? And, and how we can pray for jobs, get jobs, and they don't come to church. Am I right? We said, Lord, I want to know we, when we unemployed, we always praying and seeing God. And as soon as God gives you the job, you forgot all about you. Come on, say amen, somebody. We, 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 I gotta go to work. I gotta do. I gotta. We forget. He says, "When I bless you with all these things, he says, beware lest you forget that you, you came out of Egypt, out of bondage." Read all my stuff. Do not forget. Deuteronomy eight and eleven. 
not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with the poisonous snakes and the serpents, where it was too hot and too dry. Mm. He gave you water from a rock. He fed you with the manna in the wilderness, food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. Mm. He did what? He did it to humble you and test you for who? Your own good. God said, I did it for your benefit. God gets no pleasure. God does it for our benefit. The Bible says in Hebrews, no checking for the present is joyous, but grievous. But afterwards, it yields about the peaceable fruits of salvation. That means when I'm going through a test, it's hurting, but it's the afterwards that I get the results. Keep on reading, watch this. He did all this so that you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth on my own, strength and energy. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to, to be successful in order to fulfill a covenant. God said, I gave you the power to get that job. I gave you the power to get the house. I gave you the power. It was God said, it was me who blessed you to get those things. But I did it, exactly. I did it so you can establish my covenant. I did it so you can give me glory. But what happens when we get all those things, we soon depart from God. God said we forget that it was God who gave us the power to get those things and to have those things. The test is sometimes the blessing. You see, once I get the blessing, how am I going to react to it? Am I going to be forgetful, forget what God has brought me from? The give, give God the glory, and you know, and, and because what happens is, we should be here telling people, you know what? I was faithful, and God blessed me. I, I, I went through my trial, and God blessed me. What it does, it encourages somebody else. Like, you know what? If God bless Terry, God won't bless me. If God bless Sherry, God won't bless me. But if you're not here, no one knows. Keep on rewatching this. I'm close with this. But as I assure you of this. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, mm. worshiping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. Mm. The enemy, God says, if you go back, God says, and it's not God that destroys you, we destroy ourselves Amen. by following other gods. The God of our car, the God of our jobs, the God of our money, money. God of our romances, relationships. We put all those things before our Heavenly Father. And when He the one that gave you power, get off those things. This is Pastor Belinda Minor from Power of the Word Prophetic Church. I wanted to take this opportunity to just say thank you so much for supporting the radio ministry. If you would like to drop by our Facebook page, it's Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Please contact us and reach out to us. We'll continue to keep you and your family lifted up God bless you and we love you today. The FCB Radio Network.